The sweet sound of sports you love from Sling. The collide of football pads. The squeak of shoes on a basketball court. The crack of the bat on a home run. The slice of skates cutting across the ice. But what about this one? That's the sound of all the sports you love. All at once. Starting at $40 a month. Experience it all live with Sling. Sling. At Amica Insurance, we know it's more than just a car. It's the two-door coupe that was there for your first drive. The hatchback that took you cross-country and back. And the minivan that tackles the weekly carpool. For the cars you couldn't live without, trust Amica Auto Insurance. Amica. Empathy is our best policy. SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. SportsGrid.com. You know what it is, man. It is the early line, and we are live right here on SportsGrid on a Wednesday morning Kevin Walsh, Donnie right side. I got to try and reel Donnie back in, man. Donnie's been yeah. looking up wrestling previews, all commercial break, yep. man. He's, he's, he's feeling real tangy this morning. Yeah, I was actually going to have, I thought we might have a throwback show here and do another seven and seven here at the top of the second hour, but oh well. Happen. <laughs> little throwback there. All right, Donnie, give me your take. But let's beat the Cavs last night by a total of seven points. And the spread was nine and a half, so it's a cover there. I mean, psh, boy, we. I mean, Don, should I give you a hero of the night? Donnie, give me a hero. Exactly. Yeah. Donnie, give me a yes. hero of the night. Come on now. What do you got for? Hold me? on, hold on. Hey, I'll do you one better. Have have a nice little take it or leave it section here today. Mm. Oh, why? You know what? All right, coming on up here, take it or leave it, Donnie. <laughs> Would you like Kyle Schwarber to hit a home run? I, that take it or leave it somehow turned into will this guy hit a home run? And every time yes. the answer was yes. By the way, yeah. So there's that as well. A lot of options. You know what? By the way, take it or leave it was is a lot easier than actually uh, hot and cold or whatever. What's our segment? What do we do? Not hot and cold, is it? Let me tell you something. Hot or not. Hot or not. Let me tell you something. That is your creation. The definitions are based off your are based off your answers at the start of the of the entire thing. So for your complaints are landing on deaf ears, I promise you. That. Can I make one complaint quickly, Don, and then we'll move on? Can that, I just make one complaint? Yeah, by the way, real quick, though, why don't we just make it hot or cold? I mean, what, hot or not, just kidding. Like, by the end of the sentence, I don't even know what I'm supposed to answer. I mean, yeah, but that, like, that's certainly on you, right? Like, that's certainly on you. Like, I just, I can't. This is, I just, like, hot this or not, night. this guy's going to lead baseball in, like, home run. And at the end of it, I'm like, this is, I don't think he will, but is that hot he is? I, I don't even know where the sentence goes after that. I'll make. I'll tell you what, Don. Next time we do it, we'll do hot or cold. I'll bet you twenty bucks like that, that you by the end of it go. I have no idea what the temperature is on this. I yeah, promise probably. you that. Probably I Fahrenheit promise you that Celsius. that's how that goes. <laughs> Enough, man. Don, what's what's below what's below freezing? Do do you know the temperature that's below freezing? What like thirty one? Yeah, there you go. There you go. As we had so, to yeah. used to check it on the on the TV. That's how you knew you were able to wear the the cold uniform out there back in school. Uh-huh. All right, here we go. NBA playing. NBA playing. I make one complaint and then we move on. A plus two eighty mm-hmm. boost yesterday on Darius Garland and Kyrie to combine for eight threes. They both scored thirty four points in that bet loss. <laughs> Madness. Absolute madness. All I ask at the start of this preview, FanDuel Sportsbook, figure something out, line it up, Trey Young, LaMelo Ball. I expect really nice games from both of those guys. Let's start with an NBA play-in preview right here with that game. The Atlanta Hawks, Donnie, a five-point favorite. The total for this one is 236. I'll ask you this. Before we even kind of preview the game, because I don't want us to get cut off. We have plenty of time next segment, plenty of time. Do one of these teams to you strike more fear into that waiting Cleveland Cavalier roster? You would have to, to me, it would still be the Hawks because you've seen them do this before. And they still have that ultimate superstar that when you say 
I need 30 and 10 out of you. Okay, coach, I'll go get it. That's Trey Young. And also, you take a look at an Atlanta team. Charlotte doesn't really have a lot of playoff success. Atlanta just had playoff success. So if you're looking in one of those environments where it's a winner go home, and Atlanta wins this game. You say, now hold on, man. They were into the Eastern Conference Finals last year. They just beat the Charlotte Hornets. This team expects to beat us and move on to the next round. So for me, it would be the Atlanta Hawks here. Radio audience rocking and rolling on a Wednesday morning. Kevin Walsh, Donnie right side right here, talking about the NBA playing. I think the answer is comfortably Atlanta. I actually would go as far as to say of all of the play-in teams outside of Brooklyn, all of them, Atlanta's the most dangerous. Trey Young is that good. Trey Young goes into this game tonight versus Charlotte. Easily the best player. If they move on, they play the Cavs. No slight to Darius Garland. Trey Young is easily the best player. And if they go and win the next two games, the Atlanta Hawks, and they play the Miami Heat, Trey Young might just be the best player in that series as well. Trey Young is going to probably get slighted this year on some all NBA teams. Trey Young has had a better season. Than John Morant, who people have tried to continually push into an MVP race that respectfully he's not belonged in for quite some time. That's what the Atlanta Hawks bring to the table. That's who the Atlanta Hawks are. I'm, I'm telling you this right now. Trey Young proved it last year in the postseason. Trey Young has been ramping it up as this season has been coming to a close. Trey Young is that guy. You can look like and not that like a regular season game versus the Knicks proves it, Donnie, but it's about what it represents and kind of the status in the NBA. When you have a narrative game, when you have all eyes on you and it's on the road and you by far exceed expectations, Donnie, he went to the garden and you know gives you 30-plus double-digit dimes and it's all easy work, I expect that tonight from Trey Young because that's what Trey Young has showed throughout his NBA career. Relishing the big moments. That's what you want from a superstar here. And also keep in mind, Kevin, remember it wasn't so long ago. Oh, my goodness. Dallas fleeced Atlanta. They only ended up with Trey Young. Yeah, they only ended up with Trey Young. And he'll perform tonight. And on the FanDuel Sportsbook, you know why we think he's going to perform? Total 31 and a half for his points prop tonight. They're expecting a big game. Look, I, I love Luka. I'm not going to try and tell you that Trey is the better player. Trey's gone significantly further. In the postseason, Luca's still waiting on his first series victory. I think Atlanta's happy with how it worked out for them. Let's preview these two games right after this quick break. SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. SportsGrid.com. Welding instructor Alex DeClaire knows firsthand how VR training platforms like ForgeFX can help meet the demand for skilled workers. Anywhere you go look, there's going to be a shortage of welders. VR training can help welding students learn the skills they need to begin and advance in their career. The beauty of virtual reality is it simulates that exact muscle memory that they need. Explore more stories like Alex's at meta.com slash metaverseimpact. The sweet sound of sports you love from Sling. The collide of football pads. The squeak of shoes on a basketball court. The crack of the bat on a home run. The slice of skates cutting across the ice. But what about this one? That's the sound of all the sports you love. All at once. Starting at $40 a month. Experience it all live with Sling. Sling. At Amica Insurance, we know it's more than just a car. It's the two-door coupe that was there for your first drive. The hatchback that took you cross-country and back. And the minivan that tackles the weekly carpool. For the cars you couldn't live without, trust Amica Auto Insurance. Amica. Empathy is our best policy.
Live on Sports Grid, this is the early line. The Hawks host the Hornets as a five-point favorite. The total for this one, Donnie, is 236. Side total. Anything jump off before we hit the props market to you for the 9-10 matchup in the Eastern Conference play-in? Like, I think this one feels like the most fun game of the play-in round. Hence, there's a 236 total. So, if we're taking a look at props, rebounds, assists, everything is probably going to be live in this game. But as I stated yesterday, it's still the playoffs. And I do think there's a different degree of preparation and a different degree of what you want to anticipate. And also, keep in mind, Kevin, we saw yesterday in the two playoff games, when we say the, the terms like, you know, there is no tomorrow for these teams. Well, there is still a tomorrow if you lost those games. You take a look at the ones tonight, particularly that we're going to look at now, the Hornets and the Hawks. There is no tomorrow if you lose this basketball game. So the reason I bring this up, is this going to be free-flowing? Is this going to be like, hey, let's, uh you know, ball versus young, and we're going to go back and forth and have fun. It's going to be like an all-star game with great passes around the back and high-flying dunks. I don't know if you get that. So all I'm asking for is one defensive quarter, Kevin, and you're going to be able to take down that under 236. It's not so much about handicapping the game, but just just using that prior knowledge to say, Mm -hmm. this is basically, Kevin, a game seven. Do we expect fireworks? Maybe, but you know, more than less, we're walking the basketball off the court with about five minutes to go in a close-knit game and not actually pushing it out and doing some high-flying aerobics leading to some two-on-one fast-break dunks. Yeah, the thing is, do you have a belief that one of the four needs to go over? I know people scoff at that. I never will. I, I, look, there's connective tissue and everything. Do one of these games have to go over? I don't know. Maybe not. I mean, not necessarily. If one of them had to go over, though, I think it would be this one. I know the total's big time, 236. These are big time offenses. But as Donnie said, this is a total, especially in a playoff atmosphere, which this is. It only takes one quarter. The Clippers game last night, for example, the first quarter's final score, I believe, was 26-20. I had over 231. I never thought about the total again. Never again. I mean, it, there were there were moments. It, it looked like they were starting to heat up. I was looking for overtime, basically, after the first 12 minutes of the game. It only takes one quarter, especially especially when you are in a play-in setting like this. I think the Hawks will win this game. I think the Hawks will cover the five-point line. The spot to back Atlanta throughout this year has been as a home favorite more often than not, and I think Trey Young is just playing at that level. That's my anticipation for this one. For the props tonight, as we kind of alluded to in our last segment, they have they've really ratcheted up. The numbers tonight on Trey Young, which is understandable. He has not only just been dominant uh, in these kind of positions, but at in Atlanta this year, Donnie, he has been unbelievable. His points prop is 31 and a half. His assist prop is 11 and a half. And his made threes checks in at three and a half at minus 132. Thoughts on Trey Young or any other plop, uh, any other props for this play-in game? You know what's interesting about it, too, because we see the 236, and as I stated to open this, you know, handicap was this game is probably going to be a lot of fun and guys going up and down the court, and you still could get that. But I find myself looking at this game more of an under type of player when we're talking about player props because, once again, it's really a game seven. Now, Trey Young's been there, done that before. Is this game going to be too big for Trey Young at home in Atlanta in a playing game? No, it's not. So the expectation for Trey Young to have a very good performance is going to be up there. But he can have a very good performance, Kevin. 25 points, 9 assists, 4 rebounds, then pick up a victory. And you're not cashing very many props in this. But the guy I'm looking at here the same way yesterday with Carl Anthony Towns, where you say, hey, he's got to probably get, Kevin, close to 30 points in this game, 30 or more to cash in, which I believe it was 27 and a half. I'm going to go under. I think he would only get 11 points a game. No, I don't. But guys like LaMelo Ball who aren't used to this situation, playing in a Game 7 on the road, when I see his points prop listed here at the FanDuel Sportsbook at a 23 and a half, I'm actually leaning just like Carl Anthony Towns in that one to the under because he can still have a very good game, Kevin. Dropped 20 points, Mm -hmm. 13 assists, 8 rebounds. Great. They win and move on. But 24 points, which basically means he's going to need a 25-point night or more in in a de facto Game 7. I'll go under in that spot here on LaMelo. 
It, the thing for LaMelo, if you wanted to go, you know, with over points, you want to look at that at the made three-point shots. I know it's just yeah. three and a half around minus 138. He has absolutely filled it up, though, from beyond the arc. Over his last 14 games, he's made four plus threes in 11 of the 14. I think his rebounds plus assist number tonight is really in line. That's 15 and a half at uh, minus 102. Last I saw it, uh, he's been getting over that number in these back-end April games, and in general, the ball will be in LaMelo's hands a little bit more. We talk about the tempo of this game. And Trey Young as well had, look, he had some huge games for Charlotte from beyond the line. One of them, he had made eight threes against this Hornets team. It's a three and a half. It's a minus 132. To be honest with you, one of the thoughts I had coming out of this game, Donnie, is it looks great for a three-point prop parlay kind of a game, and that could be something you line up here. I'll make one last note, and then we'll get to the Western Conference game. Gallinari likely starts for this team tonight. His three-point prop is two and a half. It's yeah. minus 170 under. You might say to yourself, oh, but Gallo, starting lineup, plus money, stay away. Danilo Gallinari has started 18 games. He has gone under this in 14 of 18. I can't lay minus 170, but I'm staying away from Gallinari. I would keep him out of any three-point player prop parlays if you're so inclined to get in the mix with those in this game. Similar line, Donnie, in the West. Pelicans laying five and a half to the San Antonio Spurs. Lighter total, 226. Winner will move on and go to the Crypto Arena to play the Los Angeles Clippers. Thoughts on Pell Spurs heading into the night game? Yeah, so we head into the night game, and again, home court advantage does matter. We just talked about the Atlanta Hawks here, a minus five-point favorite. Now we're talking about the Pelicans here in New Orleans, a five-and-a-half-point favorite. So where you play at does matter, but also are we going to go through all four of these playing games, at least the first four of these, where the home teams are going to sweep all the way through? We usually mm -hmm. talk about that like on an NFL playoff weekend. Now hold on here. One road team is going to have to win somewhere, and I don't know, but this game with the San Antonio Spurs, with how well they played down the stretch, I do think they do have some confidence overall coming in. And again, it comes up, how many points are we going to get? Is this going to be a high-flying game where both of these teams push because we're sitting at that 226 number? I do think the home team is better. I think the Pelicans overall will have the advantage because they will be home. But also, when we take a look at some of these points prop markets, the same way I just picked on LaMelo Ball, younger player on the road, not used to a playoff atmosphere. Maybe we look to do the same thing here with the San Antonio Spurs. We take a look at DeJounte Murray, an incredible young basketball Basketball player, but at the highest level tonight of scrutiny, the highest level of degree of difficulty in winning because it's a de facto game seven, and maybe you're not ready for it here, and some of those nerves kick in. So we look at him also. How about this? A points prop total, 23 and a half at the FanDuel Sportsbook. I'll also look to fade a young, good basketball player in a big, high-pressure environment. And similar to LaMelo Ball, I mentioned his rebounds plus assists. The number 17 and a half, he hit that in three of the four games versus the Pels. More interesting to me, Donnie, plus 380, triple-double. Gotten two of the games that he played versus his Pelicans team. It's what DeJounte Murray does. The ball we know is going to be in his hands at plus 380. It's a legitimate number you can look to take down. In that same market, Brandon Ingram's number is 11 and a half at minus 132 for rebounds plus assists. I think it'll close and get up to 12 and a half. Over 11 and a half, seven consecutive games. Brandon Ingram has been able to bring it in. And again, up, expect minutes uptick. What do we talk about with Katie and Kyrie at the top? 42 minutes for both of those guys. That, Paul George was in the 40s, right? Last night with the minutes. That's what happens when you get to do or die situations. And this is even more so, as Donnie rightfully mentioned, than yesterday's slate. One last trend to throw your way if you look for the under in this game. 10-5 and five to the under when the New Orleans Pelicans are a home favorite. 19-12-1, which is better than 60% to the under when the Spurs are a road dog. Double trend spot here suggests an under once again in the opening games of the play-in. Tons of Major League Baseball preview all coming up next year on the Early Live. SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. SportsGrid.com. 
Ophthalmologist Dr. Strauss has seen firsthand how the Metaverse is helping surgeons practice the procedures to treat cataracts. Cataracts are the primary cause of avoidable blindness. He works with a virtual reality training platform developed by Fundamental VR and Orbis International to help surgeons develop the muscle memory they need. The result? More confident, capable surgeons. And even more importantly, patients who can see. Explore more stories like Dr. Strauss's at meta.com slash metaverseimpact. Ah, the sweet sound of sports you love from Sling. The collide of football pads. The squeak of shoes on a basketball court. The crack of the bat on a home run. The slice of skates cutting across the ice. But what about this one? That's the sound of all the sports you love. All at once. Starting at $40 a month. Experience it all live with Sling. Sling. At Amica Insurance, we know it's more than just a car or a house. It's the four wheels that get you where you're going and the four walls that welcome you home. When you combine auto and home insurance with Amica, we'll help protect it all. And the more you cover, the more you can save. Amica, empathy is our best policy. Tons of Major League Baseball to preview here today on the show. We begin that preview with a game taking place in Philadelphia. The New York Mets and the Philadelphia Phillies line it on up here. Early start, and it's two aces on the mound. I like Donnie. We're now heading towards the second time through the rotation for a lot of these teams. Even the one-game sample size is nice to work off of here. Slight favorite for the Phillies with Aaron Nola up against Max Scherzer. Total for this one is an eight. What do you think about this game? Yeah, how about that? How about some nice weather conditions here in the city of Philadelphia? Going to be in the high 70s with a wind blowing out around 10 miles an hour. These are the games, Kevin, that I like to bet where you put the tomato cans out there. You say, all right, let's get after it. Six runs aside, who says no? Well, you're talking about two elite starters in Major League Baseball. Maybe the more elitist of them would be Max Scherzer. We'll see how he holds up here for the, his first start as a Met in Philadelphia. Now, no stranger to pitching in Philadelphia with being with the Nationals and also obviously there with the Los Angeles Dodgers. But you do have two good baseball teams. And even yesterday, the undertrend continues here for me with the Philadelphia Phillies and the New York Mets. And it's at eight, Kevin. Two very good lineups. Hotter conditions than we've been talking about. Mid-50s, mid-60s. Now we're into that mid-70s and higher today since it's an afternoon ball game. But I got to tell you, it still screams under to me, Kevin. Like, this is an eight. Each one of these teams gets the four runs. You cash that ticket. Or maybe you have a bad start out of Nola. Or maybe Max Scherzer leaves the man with little hamstring difficulties over the first couple innings. And you can tear into a bullpen. And both of these sides, Kevin, obviously being in the National League now, have DHs. But I got to tell you, as a favorite here, or a slight favorite for the Phillies, you probably would lean more towards Max Scherzer. And as crazy as it sounds with an eight in Philadelphia, maybe leaning towards the under as well for me. Well, here's the thing. I... So I remember I was one time doing, um, I think it was an in-game live with, at the time, Holden Kushner. And it was a, a, a Max Scherzer-Clayton Kershaw game. So it was the Nationals and the Dodgers. And I, t- and I played the over. He goes, that's tough, though. You need someone to get to five. And it was one of those first times where it was kind of something that was put into perspective. I was like, oh, yeah, I guess that might be a lot. Like, if you're going to cash over eight, Donnie, right? It, or if you're going to, you know... For, you're going to need one of those teams to get to five, and if they only get to five, the other one's got to get to four. I mean, you might need one of these teams to explode six runs. It's a tough thing to line up, ultimately. One guy to take a look at, though, who could potentially line himself up here for a really nice day, Pete Alonzo. He has had set, uh, success versus Aaron Nola. 10 of 29, two doubles, three home runs. And, you know, ultimately that's a 345 batting average in his career versus Aaron Nola. If the conditions are there, maybe Pete catches a hold of one there. Two-plus bases, if you're using hitter prop parlays, all of those things can line up there for Pete Alonzo in this game today versus the Philadelphia Phillies. The Los Angeles Dodgers, Donnie, this was one of those games. I'm following this one live because we talked about it a lot yesterday. It was 1-1 going into the eighth. 
it was 7-1 going into the bottom of the eighth. The Dodgers just hit that gas. Finally, it's Kershaw and Minnesota's newly acquired Chris Paddock on the mound. So actually someone the Dodgers have some familiarity with here today for that lineup. They're minus 170 range on the road. What do you think about the Dodgers here in this spot? Yeah, pretty heavy favorite because this isn't the Clayton Kershaw that we got maybe 2014, 15, and 16, but still a very good pitcher. And, of course, you're backed up by an outstanding bullpen and maybe the best lineup one through nine in Major League Baseball. But it comes to the point where still earlier in the season, Minnesota Twins, we think they're a pretty good ball club. They'll be competitive. But do you want to lay almost $2, or we'll see where this actually ends up by game time today since it is an afternoon game, a 1 o'clock first pitch. I still lean towards the dog in these environments here in April, even though I do think Kershaw probably the better pitcher. Obviously, we know the Dodgers have the better lineup, but I'm not interested in laying a price of 175 or higher on a favorite, particularly on the road. Now, weather conditions in this game, let me just do a quick sweep because we always talk about, you know, a Dodgers team that's used to playing in very good weather conditions out in Chavez Ravine. You know what today's going to be, Kevin? How about this for you? 41 degrees at first pitch. Mm. So if I'm looking from an L.A. condition, like similar to when the Miami Hurricanes play like the Pittsburgh Panthers about midway through the season and it's 50 degrees and Miami comes up with their snowsuits on, maybe the Dodgers have this. Do I want to lean towards an under in this game? Probably so, but do I want to lay a minus 175 around that on a game that's going to be in the 40s? Sounds like to me anybody can win this game with temperatures like that. Which then maybe Donnie plus a run and a half. I feel like run uh, lines are far more um, popular to be laid with big favorites as yes. opposed to people trying to take them, which is understandable. But Donnie, minus 118 if the Twins win the game, obviously you're in the clear. If this is an under situation, 3-2, 2-1, whatever it might be, you line up nicely then as well with that Minnesota Twins number uh, at plus one and a half in your pocket. And again, Minnesota's a team. They want to try and compete at the highest level here. I know the Dodgers, obviously, that's a tough task. Those are the kind of results you have to put in the back pocket, though, if possible. Astros D-backs, Donnie, uh, is going to be on this slate as well. Now, I have to just say this quickly, and then we can you know, get into whatever you think about the game. Uh, Jose Altuve stinks. He's a cheater. He should have been suspended from baseball. It is delightful to see that he has just one hit to start this season. Uh, He will never be the same guy that wrongfully won an MVP off Aaron Judge. With that being said, Donnie, the Astros, though, are unsurprisingly favored here in Arizona around a minus 160 range. I got to say, it looks light. When you consider what Valdez did against the Los Angeles Angels, what's your read here on Houston, Arizona? Yeah, still early in the season, right? Arizona, we know they're going to be a bad baseball team. Maybe they don't know officially they're bad yet until about 30 or 40 games into the season. But I always think it's interesting. The reason why we bring up these type of games is it's not so much from do we think the Astros are going to win. Is there maybe a sneaky team total on the opposite side? Not saying we're in love with it because, again, we don't have very many statistics to go off of other than about five to ten at-bats for most of these guys, depending on if it's a right-handed pitcher or a left-handed pitcher. But let's take a look at Framber Valdez, who is a lefty one of the more interesting lineups that I always sort of let me re-handicap these and go over some of these numbers are teams like the Arizona Diamondbacks because you go up and down the line if you go there's not really a lot to like but whenever they can throw Kevin two right-handed batters in the lineup here and then stack the rest of the lineup with lefties with a mix of switch hitters it always intrigues me and the reason being is because when you have that level of switch hitters you know sometimes we take a look at these games we say okay lefties on the mound let's stack righties well what happens after four innings when they throw a righty, then you have all righties in the lineup? I always love the fact that you have interchangeable parts all the way through the lineup where it's never like, hey, we're going to bring a reliever in because he's designed to go the next three batters. He's a lefty versus all lefties. We have so many switch hitters like you do in that Arizona lineup. It just makes sense. So we're looking up and down. I just think maybe the Arizona Diamondbacks early in the season before we know they're officially bad, they can scratch out team totals, which are probably going to be posted around that three and a half range today. Yeah, right. So that and that's it. And I know Donnie, you you are always intrigued by the lower numbers. Arizona's yeah. number today is three and a half. If you are yeah. so inclined, it's a five at plus money for Houston. Uh, there's a couple of interesting ways, certainly, to get involved uh, with this game here today. An interesting one, no doubt. Enough time for us to certainly grab the Padres Giants game. One of those that. 
Um, I saw it was being broadcasted last night on TBS, so I flipped over at halftime of the uh, Western Conference play-in game and immediately just flipped off. The game was over early. The Giants jumped all over the San Diego Padres. Well, Sean Manaya now will take them out for the second time. Donnie has a San Diego Padre yet to give up a hit because he was fantastic in that first outing. Low, low total is really what jumps out to me. Seven and a half, and the juice is creeping towards minus 130 range on that under. Yeah, last night was a night game, and it had cold temperatures today. It's going to be a 345 start Eastern Standard Time, so that means what, Kevin? 1245, hey, we're going to get some nice weather. No, it's going to be first pitch, 50 degrees typically out there. Mm. So so when you look at this game, San Francisco and the Giants, don't we always lead ourselves to take under? So last night, hey, you Darvish on the mound, look at this. It's going to be an under. They smoked that total last night. And seven and a half is one of those prices, Kevin, which a lot of the times that you say, yes, the numbers are there for a reason. But seven and a half? Even though I don't care who's on the mound at that point here, you're looking at a game that's three to three and you're in the ballpark. Four to two, you're in the ballpark here. And all it takes for one inning for you to scrap together, like, hey, two to two after the third inning, you're headed on your way to a victory. So even though you look at this game and you try to line it up, I see the seven and a half, and I go, I just got to take a piece of the over at this point. Listen, I, if you want me to bet on a seven and a half, I hear an argument. Seven and a half minus 128, that's nah, not going to happen. That's not going to happen. That's. That's not for me. I mean, what is the no runs in the first inning here, Donnie? I mean, it's got to be like minus 150 range, give or take. Let's take a look here. It probably would it be. It is yeah. minus 142. Yeah. See, you have to – by the way, folks, and this is fantastic. We want as many options as possible. Just make sure you click through all of the options on the FanDuel Sportsbook to make sure you are getting the best price for the thing you want because at some spots maybe it's minus 142 but maybe the others it says minus 165 all in the same book all mean the same exact thing just make sure you get the best one that's all we'll say about that there's a lot more on this major league baseball board for us to preview Corbin Burns looking for a bounce back versus the Baltimore Orioles you would think that's the perfect team to bounce back versus but if he doesn't well Maybe we start to sound the alarms. Uh A huge game between the Yankees and the Blue Jays. Is Garrett Cole, Donnie, speaking of that sticky stuff, will look to settle in versus Toronto. Just have to hope Billy Crystal isn't taking his sweet time throwing the opening ceremony pitch and throwing Garrett Cole off his rhythm, I guess. Plenty, plenty more for us to get into here. This is the early line. Kevin Walsh, Donnie Wrightside, right back SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. SportsGrid.com. VR training platforms like the one developed by Fundamental VR and Orbis International are helping surgeons train over and over before operating on real patients. As you practice each skill, the muscle memory starts to develop. Learn more at meta.com slash metaverse impact. Ah, the sweet sound of sports you love from Sling. The collide of football pads. The squeak of shoes on a basketball court. The crack of the bat on a home run. The slice of skates cutting across the ice. But what about this one? That's the sound of all the sports you love, all at once. Starting at $40 a month. Experience it all live with Sling. Sling. At Amica Insurance, we know it's more than just a car. It's the two-door coupe that was there for your first drive. The hatchback that took you cross-country and back. And the minivan that tackles the weekly carpool. For the cars you couldn't live without, trust Amica Auto Insurance. Amica. Empathy is our best policy. Live right here on Sports Grid. 
Sports Grid? Yeah, you better believe it. Look, DRS, the A's and the Rays will go at it once again. It's McClanahan and it's Frankie Montas. Every five days, Oakland will throw Frankie Montas and he'll kind of be reminded that at some point, this guy will likely be traded. It's not today, though. Total low. Seven and a half right now. Uh, ball, you know, checking in right now around minus 190 for Tampa Bay. What do you think of this matchup? Yeah, dogs early in the season, Kevin, as we talked about here in April with the Oakland Athletics. We know they'll be a bad baseball team. They will. How many games will win between 60 and 70? We'll find out and see. But right now, you can't tell them that they don't want to be competitive. First two games in Philadelphia. Oh, man. The A's even going to win a baseball game this year. And then they win against the Phillies, then against the Rays, and quite frankly, headed for another victory last night, which was stolen away. So I know you just talked about, like, run lines in games where most people like to lay the minus one and a half. How about that price we just showed up here from the FanDuel Sportsbook at a plus one and a half run line at only a minus 126 price? Maybe you have another live dog here in the Oakland Athletics. I'm not paying that much money here for the Rays at this point. Now, maybe coming off the series against Baltimore, you thought they were just going to run away with the rest of the Major League Baseball season. But we've shown here early on in the season, the Oakland Athletics showing a little more offense that I think we all can, you know, probably surmise that they were going to bring into the season. So I look towards a dog in this game and maybe a fun run line of the plus one and a half might make some sense. Yeah, not bad, not bad at all. Kind of what we were talking about with Minnesota here. Uh, see if Oakland can keep this thing close. One thing I take a look at here, and I don't think it's too much juice, at minus 128 uh, under a half a run in the first inning. Uh, no runs in the first inning, essentially, is what we're talking about here. McClanahan was clean through his first. Uh, last game, Tampa scored in the first inning. It was the only game so far they have scored in the first inning. Again, when you're playing the Athletics, when it's Frankie Montas, you'll feel a little bit more comfortable. And yes, I know Kyle Schwarber took him deep, his first start in the first inning. There's no Kyle Schwarber here in this Tampa Bay lineup. I think a no runs in the first inning bet lines up in Tampa Bay and Oakland. Yanks, Blue Jays, Donnie. This is a really big one to me. Jose Barrios, awful his first start. His ERA right now is 108. Not... I know I like to exaggerate numbers. That's 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 just shoot, brother. Yeah. That number is 108. He did not make it out of the first inning versus the Texas Rangers in that start. Garrett Cole, Donnie, needs a good one, it feels like. And boy, he's secretly in the back of Garrett Cole's mind. He's like, oh, this guy, Nestor Cortez, goes out there. They shut out the Blue Jays, man. This whole lineup is due. It's an interesting spot, man. Two teams, two aces, but two fantastic lineups. Eight and a half is the number. Yanks around minus 160. What do you think of this game? Heavy favorite here for the Yankees. You're expecting big things out of Garrett Cole. And I like the way you left it before we had the commercial break where Garrett, and I, I want to take actually, because this is fun. The beginning part of the season, we don't have a lot of statistics to go over with, you know, the greatest breakdowns, but I need to get your opinion on this. Garrett Cole is supposed to pitch on opening day. Billy Crystal throws an opening pitch and they run over by like three or four minutes and he's losing his mind and basically reading between the lines, blamed his poor start on he couldn't get out to the mound. So everybody, there's two separate factions. You know, he's right. He's got a, he, pitchers got routines. They got to stick to the routines or they mess him up. And then the breaking down of your routine by the average fan, it goes, well, hold on a minute. You, you like you could have three batters while you're sitting on the bench. Or you could have 19 batters and six runs scored in that inning. Do you throw the same fit at your team? Come on, guys. You scored three. Why are you scoring five? I need to get to the mound. Is that the case, Kevin? Does he do this when his team is going on a run while he's sitting in the dugout because his routine is messed up because he expected Judge and he expected Hicks and he expected LeMay who all to strike out in that inning so he can get back up there quicker? Well, now, now the second half of that, you're being a little unfair to Garrett Cole because the Yankees were home, so no one was coming up anyway. Oh, come on. One. Now, the second thing there, the second thing, though, is here is my take on Garrett Cole basically saying the four-minute delay is why he was bad. In his mind, Donnie, I think he believes that. That's, what, that's my take, is that honestly... He is not out there like, no, I mean, that's a blame it on Billy Crystal. If you saw his reaction, Don, because you cannot preemptively, if you're Garrett Cole, go, you know what, if I throw a fit, I can probably get away with a couple first inning mistakes here. He was authentically losing his mind 
in that four-minute window screaming at Billy Crystal to hurry it up so he could get to the mound. I am not telling you, Donnie, that that is normal. I am not telling you that I am here saying, what do you want Garrett Cole to do? He was delayed four minutes. What I am telling you, I know that if you get Garrett Cole behind the cameras, no mic off the record, hey, do you really think that Billy Crystal four-minute delay is why you gave up three runs in the first inning? He will look you dead in the eyes, Donnie, and say 100%. So what you're telling me, basically, is if producers behind the scenes lay a tight beat behind some highlights here that two professionals on air can't carry on, and we blame that segment on something that we was unforeseen and we didn't anticipate it, maybe so. But you got to be a better starting pitcher, Garrett Cole, to say, I got torched in this first inning because I couldn't step on the mound quick enough. Can't you? Hey, where's the catcher at? Have a catch on the side over here. Like him losing his mind was fantastic and even better getting shelled in that top of the inning. Donnie, you know it though. If timing's not right, there are some, there are some hosts that throw fits. I've uh, seen headsets slammed for less. Ooh, I'm just saying I have. I, I'm just saying I've. I've seen I'm right, right, right up in person. I thought the headset was gonna hit me. I gotta say, I has thought anybody ever I was been called ducking, out I on the air? Like, I mean, it's been it's happened before, you, right? You, you know what? Come, come to think of it, Don, that might just be exactly how it played out. Now, now, now that you mention it, uh-huh. I think that yeah. is what happened. There. I wonder, mm-hmm. and I wonder if that clip exists. Any, all right. Anyway, let's. Uh, now, now, Donnie, I mean, what do you think of this Yanks-Blue Jays game here, man? Here's my thing. Uh, George Springer seemingly is going to uh, get like a leadoff double, it feels like, every time he plays the Yankees. I, the one thing I got, it, people are like, man, Yanks keep booing this guy, keeps answering. That's not how sports works. It is not a, man, he keeps responding to our boos, we should be quiet. As if George Springer, amongst the calm can't get a hit. It's not as, stop blaming Yankee fans for George Springer getting doubles versus the Yankees. It's just <laughs> madness. Anyway, Donnie, I think this is a spot where you bet yes runs in the first inning. Garrett Coles has Ooh. a first inning problem. Jose Berrios was absolutely uh. mauled by the Texas Rangers. It's minus 115, Donnie, for yes runs in the first inning. I think it lines up here for these two teams. Yeah, and actually, you know, it's interesting that you point that out because you're right. Because both of these guys, in the back of their mind, say, I-, "I can't have the start I just had in the previous game," which might lead to some forced pitches, some guided pitches between Barrios and Cole. But also, keep in mind, this is an eight and a half total. And yesterday, I went on with Gabe and Cam, and I talked about this. Even if the games do stay under, which they have the past two nights. These two lineups enter into the ballpark. It's so hard, Kevin, to say, even with good pitching on the mound, hey, this game is going to stay under. You have a smaller ballpark. It's not terrible conditions tonight. Philadelphia's got like mid-70s today the first pitch. Yankee Stadium tonight is going to be in the lower 60s. So it's not freezing cold conditions, but it's one of those where when you bet an under in the Yankees-Blue Jays game at the end of it, you go, what, the, what was I thinking? Like in a 6-5 to five final, this is exactly what I thought was going to take place. But again, same thing, thought process here with the Phillies and the Mets. Two very good lineups, smaller ballpark. The games are staying under. Until the bats actually catch up and you get that hitting weather that we talk about, I'm still going to go under. And even though it's the Blue Jays and the Yankees, 8.5, leaning towards under again here in April. The Toronto team totals 3.5. There's going to be a lot of people lined up wow. on the over, though, I think, on that. yeah, It's the Blue Jays, and, and the people aren't scared of Garrett Cole. For the, in, in the betting in the betting space at the moment, people aren't scared of Garrett Cole. I just myself said yes runs in the first inning, so it, it's it's kind of how it lines up right now. Corbin Burns, Donnie, needs to bounce back here. He gets Baltimore uh, on that attempt. You gotta imagine that. I I heard something that was a little interesting though. The the would be starting catcher for the Milwaukee Brewers is suspended, so they had to go out and trade for Victor Caratini from San Diego, and that might be why their starting rotation has really struggled out of the starting blocks. There, do you put any stock into that? And what do you think of Milwaukee Baltimore? 
Yeah, it's a pretty good excuse and, and actually a valid one that I'll buy early in the season because it's one of those where you're battery mate. And how many times across Major League Baseball you see a dominant pitcher has his guy, even if his guy isn't that a very good hitter in the lineup where they would bat him seventh or eighth as opposed to another catcher in the lineup. That's his guy, and that's what they like to get after. So the comfortability, I do agree. But after two or three starts or more, you can't use that excuse anymore. So we're expecting a bounce back here for Corbin Burns in this game because, quite frankly, last year, what, a 2.62 XF? He was off the charts good, striking out 35% of the batters he faced. If you can't bounce back against Baltimore, then the, maybe the issues are on you, not your battery mate at that point. Yeah, at some point, you know, oh, Baltimore had four yesterday. Yeah, Cedric Mullins hit a grand slam. Uh, the day before they scored two, Cedric Mullins had a, had a two RBI mm-hmm. single. Like, they are, like, it is Cedric Mullins by himself. It's one at-bat a game, and that's basically all this team does. Uh, one more game, Donnie. I think we're going to have enough time to get to here. Dallas Keuchel, Robbie Ray. Totals nine. Minus 116 on the Mariners in Chicago. I'm very conflicted when I see this. I, I, my initial thought is Robbie Ray, reigning Cy Young, looks a little light. Then I think about it's in Chicago, higher pedigree White Sox team, and as I'm sure you're waiting for me to get to, it's a lefty. What do you think about White Sox Mariners? Yeah, it's it, doesn't it? Like, you see that you see that total come up here on the FanDuel Sportsbook also at a 9. So you're saying, okay, if Robbie Ray gives one of his Cy Young performances, he's basically unhittable. I mean, he's a strikeout pitcher, but you're also talking about one of the elite lineups in Major League Baseball when they're facing left-handed pitchers. They're going to stack nine right-handed bats and dare Robbie Ray to do some damage. And in the same aspect here, you're going to take a look at Dallas Keuchel on the mound. Couple years ago, Dallas Keuchel, very good pitcher. He's more of a crafty guy now. Doesn't strike very many batters out. Last year, Kevin, close to a five X fifth number, and he got busted up by both lefties and righties. So if I'm looking at this game, I just told you the previous games. You know, take a look at the Tampa, excuse me, the Toronto Blue Jays, New York Yankees, Philadelphia Phillies, and the New York Mets, and say I lean towards unders, even though we'd have some pretty good lineups. Opposite in this one for me, Kevin, I'll lean towards the overs because you are going to be stacking righties against Robbie Ray if he slips up and isn't dominant, you can get five to six runs on the board fairly quickly. And Dallas Keuchel, not a huge strikeout guy, so the ball will be in play from a perspective from the Seattle Mariners. Should be an over game for me here as we take a look. Keuchel was a guy I think a lot of people started to push towards fading last year. And if you're expecting Seattle, it's hard not to have some blind faith on this White Sox lineup versus any left-hander, even if it is the reigning American League Cy Young in Robbie Ray, who was solid, by the way, in his first outing for Seattle, Robbie Ray. Really good, in fact. Seven innings of work, only allowed one blemish, which was a home run. The strikeout wasn't there, though which was a five. I'll make this quick note before we uh, end up this segment here is strikeout props have uh, still been an interesting follow for some of your higher end guys, right? Corbin Burns today, it's a juicy six and a half. If Corbin Burns is going to be what the NL Cy Young, like he was last year, those numbers have to start to ramp up. Garrett Cole plus money to his six and a half today. That's going to have to ramp up. If he's going to be in the mix, Those are the numbers on the big-time pitchers that are on today's slate that I'm very interested in, no doubt. Listen up as we close out the early line next. SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. SportsGrid.com. Welding instructor Alex DeClaire knows firsthand how VR training platforms like ForgeFX can help meet the demand for skilled workers. Anywhere you go look, there's going to be a shortage of welders. VR training can help welding students learn the skills they need to begin and advance in their career. The beauty of virtual reality is it simulates that exact muscle memory that they need. Explore more stories like Alex's at meta.com slash metaverseimpact. The sweet sound of sports you love from Sling. The collide of football pads. The squeak of shoes on a basketball court. The crack of the bat on a home run. The slice of skates cutting across the ice. But what about this one? 
That's the sound of all the sports you love, all at once. Starting at $40 a month. Experience it all live with Sling. Sling. Every day, our world gets a little more connected, but a little further apart. But then, there are moments that remind us to be more human. Thank you for calling Amica Insurance. Hey, uh, I was just in an accident. Don't worry, we'll get you taken care of. At Amica, we understand that looking out for each other isn't new or groundbreaking. It's human. Amica, empathy is our best policy. Right, last segment of the day here on a Wednesday for the early line. Both myself, Donnie Wrightside, and Kevin Walsh carrying you through from 7 to 9 a.m. before we hand it over to Ben Stevens and the morning after for some more action-packed content right here on the grid, Sirius XM Channel 159. We as fans, we give a lot to our owners. We as fans give a lot to our teams financially and emotionally. And right now, I need to tell you guys a little bit here. The NFL and the MLB teams, there's two of them that are in hot water. Listen up. All right, now, it just comes as no surprise where owners, they own and they make more money than anybody else because they're the owners and they have a monopoly. Let's talk case in point here first off with the Cincinnati Reds, who they came out, President Phil Castellini had to make an apology. What's he apologizing for? They have product on the field, selling popular players away, not replenishing the payroll and telling the fans, like, hey, just come out to the ballpark and enjoy it. Well, coming under a little bit of scrutiny here, the Reds fans starting to bite back. So what is the thing that your president of your organization should not do at these times? Say, you know what? If we really want to be competitive, we're going to move the Cincinnati Reds. So take that. Be careful what you wish for. You got to be kidding me. Business 101, that's not the way to handle it. How about business 102 here for the Washington Commanders here and Daniel Snyder also continuously being in hot water. How about this one? Talk about biting the hand that feeds you. The Redskins, or the, I should say, the Redskins football team slash commanders actually came into the season saying we have a waiting list of around 180,000 fans back in 2018, which was completely not true. And how about this? It's been so long since some of these families have placed their deposits that Daniel Snyder started to hide the deposit money and take it away from the people that were actually paying his franchise good money to sit in those seats. Come on, owners. Be better than this. Treat your fan base with at least some respect. Put a decent product on the field and also give them back their money when it's supposed to be given back. Now, if you guys want to give back a little bit, stay here with Sports Grid. Watch out for Ben Stevens in the morning after. Coming up right now. Dental Associates of Northern Virginia redefine what it means to visit the dentist. Get top quality personalized support from committed experts who prioritize the well-being and satisfaction of you and your family. Care is centered on a highly personalized treatment plan backed by the trust and support of long-lasting relationships. Schedule your next appointment by visiting dental1-va.com/offer/siriusxm. At Amica Insurance, we know it's more than just a car. It's the two-door coupe that was there for your first drive. The hatchback that took you cross-country and back. And the minivan that tackles the weekly carpool. For the cars you couldn't live without, trust Amica Auto Insurance. Amica. Empathy is our best policy.